Yo, 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 yo. Give me a beat. We failed. I was going to sing a I was going to say I sneezed on the beat and the beat got sicker, but I was like, I don't want to get copyrighted. But you also weren't giving me a beat. You were just quoting a Beyonce line. Um, because I know my place. First of all, <laughs> it's birthday month. And look at me. Look at me. You think I can, you think I can, you think I can beatbox? The only time, the kind of beatboxing I'm doing is pentatonics beatboxing. Not, this is. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say penetration and not pentatonics, but probably because you know what today is. Fisting Friday. Yes. So I should make it um, known to everybody that I have um, a question. And I have a question for you too, Melissa. Okay. So we'll get into like what we've been doing and life and stuff on Monday. Nope. That's a lie. On Tuesday. On um, see you next Tuesday. But as a little teaser, I'm doing something that is like kind of accidentally work related and talking to someone and they were like asking me like, what I do, what I do for fun, like what I do career-wise and all that stuff. And I was talking about how I have a podcast. And they were like, what's the podcast about? And I was like, you know, sex. And they're like, I got that vibe. And I was like, we haven't talked about sex at all. And they were like, no, they're just like, you know, you've got the personality for like one of those things. And they're like, I mean, it as a compliment. And I was like, okay, that's What kind. did this person look like? Like uh, from a scale from one to ten? or no. like. Like, physically, what did they look like? I wasn't offended by the statement. That's not answering the question, though. Like, a, sh a, a shorter man. Okay, how old was he? Probably, like, 30s. No, okay. yeah, probably like mid to late 30s. Okay. You know? Okay. It was very much like, you know... Straight shooting, I didn't women know if just he talking, was hitting on you. No, 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 not at all. And I would. Know. And I also didn't know if he was a creepy old man. No, no, I would have. I would have led with that. I would have led with it because if it had been from like anyone else, I would have been like, but it, like, but I was like, no, 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 knowing the audience, this is a person who also listens to podcasts, and like this person, I've been talking for like you know hours, just like getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, you're very much, let me be entertaining and also brutally honest. And they were like, yeah, this, I was like dating and sex and relationships. Like that, yeah, that's exactly what I would have guessed. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Amazing. Maybe Beautiful. I should lead with that because my uncle was very adamant on listening to this show. And my cousin and cousin-in-law technically um, were like, absolutely not. And Danny was like, I listened to it. It was too much for me, Pops. Don't listen to it. And he's like, but what is it about? And he kept pushing. And we were just like, it's not something that an uncle should be listening to. Just tell him that the Friday episode is called Fisting Friday. He probably wouldn't even get that. And then it'd be like, now that's an issue. <laughs> this, is, this is the indicator that you should not be listening if you don't know what that is. Yeah. If you're related. If you don't know what it is and you're not related to us, like... Feel free to come learn. All aboard. Well, he is a professor, so like he is about learning. So, but sometimes curiosity. You sometimes, don't need to learn about people. Yes, you're related I know. to. I know. I was like everybody, even my um, best friend. That's a cousin, but he is a, a um, boy, man, whatever. I don't know. 
when you're people you grew up with I, it's weird they're calling still them boys. men they're, no they're yeah. not men like they're literally still boys like I won't even call my sisters like women or like yeah, the no. girls yeah, there's <laughs> boy weird. cousins and there's girl cousins yeah <laughs> and he was like I listened for about five minutes and was like that's not something that a cousin needs to hear and you know that's fair and mm-hmm. I have a lot of like I'm learning as time goes on that there are other people that I'm realizing now I feel weird listening to the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I forget we don't exist in a vacuum. I, I do, too. Um, and now I know. I know that my friend CJ is regularly listening. Crazy. And he just pop, – he'll pop up with things and was like – the last thing that he sent was like, you were perfectly spot on with that description of what um, Sunny D tastes like. You know, and you just don't know who you're touching and impacting when we make this content. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't know who's resonating with it. And, like, now I've said that the people I need to stop, like, with – I love how much they love me. And I love how much they're, like, just talking about, like, all the wonderful things that I do. Um, But I I do need mods to stop telling people that I have a podcast without – giving a really lengthy precursor because I'm like, babe, you don't listen enough to know what you are recommending to people. Same with my dad. His friends are always asking and I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. I will say my future mother-in-law, she, she's like, I really like go based on like the tie, I'll like read the description, like sometimes, but my future sister-in-law, when people are like, oh, we hear that Megan has a podcast. She goes, it's not for you. <laughs> like to her mm-hmm. parents, she goes, you, I don't know. And they were like, I don't know. I feel like, and she goes, that's okay, exactly well, what they always say. She's like, I don't want to know that you've li- like, I don't want you to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's, and I, you know, again, sometimes I just fucking, I fucking forget the things that I sh- we share me too publicly mm-hmm. because it's just like we're talking because we talk like this on and off camera and it's like oh god there were people there who heard that mm-hmm. who then might know us in real life today's episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors 310 nutrition They're helping us, our listeners, all of you in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options of flavors and preferences. And I love a good option. I love an array. I love picking and choosing what I love. And I love these products. They make the most delicious protein shakes that I've had called the all-in-one shake. And when I say delicious, I mean like these don't taste like protein shakes. They're just very flavorful and actually taste like the flavor that they say they are. I have the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, and the caramel sundae. Um, I like to drink them as is, or I've also like mixed them together. So I've done like half of a chocolate Ooh. bliss plus half of a caramel sundae. And it is so delicious. Tasty. Um, they have a protein blend of plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave you feeling full. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. I love their hydrate. It is so good for me. I've talked about this before so many times. Your girl needs electrolytes constantly, every day, at all times. And what I love about theirs is the variety of flavors. So lemon-lime, my favorite, strawberry, peach mango, 
another delicious one, wildberry, watermelon, and cucumber. Hydrate Point supercharges water with all the key vitamins, electrolytes, and minerals. So one stick of hydrate mixed into 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me. <gasps> oh, if only they could see the video. Melissa's holding up our next sponsor, who we love. No way. Yes, way. And guess who our sponsor is? Way. <laughs> I have loved Way products for so long, but I have to say that in the last month or so, whenever we started doing ads with them and I got sent some new things I've never tried before, I have been having the best hair days of my entire life. To, to, be, to be perfectly frank, I've been having gorgeous and easy hair days. Yeah, um, I had to uh, go out of town for a family emergency. I've talked about it on the podcast. And um, I usually do not like to fly with um, a lot of hair things. I'll usually use what's at my parents' house. And um, I was like, nah, I, I like this stuff too much. I packed everything. I packed everything that they sent us. It's just so, so good. I love their detox shampoo. I am someone who like the front part of my scalp or hair or whatever gets really dry. But then the nape of my neck, especially if I sleep with a bonnet on, I'll sweat in the night. And so then the parts of my back, like th that's getting all dingy. But then also sometimes when you wear like your little front pieces, it can get like oily extra quickly. All of this to say, I have never used a clarifying shampoo that gets my hair so clean without being like dry and squeaky and like, oh gosh, I can't keep using this. This is not good. Like it just gets everything out of your hair, totally refreshes. But I cannot say enough good things about the hair gloss. Like, oh, the hydration, the shine, the, the gorgeous body that it gives your hair. It's fantastic. And I'm someone who has, I have lighter hair, so it doesn't get really shiny normally. And it's also bleach damage. So sometimes the ends, especially now I need a haircut, they get really tangled and hard to brush through. When I use the hair gloss and then I give myself a little blowout at home, my hair looks stunning and it feels stunning. And that style lasts for a lot longer than most of my other hair days. Yeah, I'll use the detox shampoo and then also the leave-in conditioner and then let my, I'll twist my hair out and let it dry. And then I'll finish it with the hair gloss. And I love the way that it just like makes my curls pop. And it also smells so, so, so good. good. It smells like a salon. Mm -hmm. I feel like my head's in a basin, but my neck isn't hurting. <laughs> it's like it's the best of both worlds that is a great analogy so we've been talking about Way's new hair gloss it's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water it provides immediate shine helps treat damage what megan just talked about she has some chemically damaged hair and it enhances your color vibrancy and according to a customer perception study over 85 percent of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier healthier and smoother and we were not in that study but we are telling you that we also agree that our hair was looking shinier healthier and smoother way has so many bestsellers their leave-in conditioner detox shampoo like we talked about their fragrances and their hair oil which i love especially when i'm wearing my hair naturally wavy to like break the cast doesn't weigh my hair down at all super lightweight and they're just 
everything they make is so good. They have not made a product that I haven't not only like haven't like disliked, like I haven't loved. Like I love everything they do. And we're just such a huge fan. So please keep sponsoring our show because <laughs> you have a customer in me for life. Me too. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code BLAME for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com. Promo code BLAME. Yikes. Well, before we get into the fisting of today, I would like to discuss something that was from yesterday's episode, even though we will do the votes next week, but I just feel like it'll be old news by the time we get there. This episode came out um, when you're listening to it yesterday, and Yelena Ostapenko is someone else that is crying over Coco because these bitches are so obsessed with being losers. Um, and she was crying because she lost against Coco and she was like, I didn't have enough time to recover because she was high off adrenaline, off adrenaline after beating the number one tennis player. And she didn't go to sleep till 5 AM. Um, and she was like, Coco had more rest than I did. Yelena had Labor Day off. Coco played doubles that day, and then they played later. So if anybody was going to be tired, it would be Coco. And Coco was like, it probably wasn't even a physical thing. It was probably mental. And I think these people keep forgetting that tennis is both a mental and Mm -hmm. physical sport, especially when you're playing in a tournament, because you don't know when you're if you're winning or losing or when you're going to play next. And that's not Coco's problem. That's your problem that you don't have your head in the game. So, But also, like, you mean to tell me that you're like, I'm sorry I played bad. I just, like, was so good yesterday. But it was a whole day between. No, but but it's also one of those things that I'm like, then you're not, like, then then you're not how good good you are. Then you're not good. Like, what the fuck is wrong? This is giving me Simone Biles, where it's like people are just coming up with these fucking excuses Mm -hmm. because they're afraid. And at the same time, they're like, you know, there's a racism component to the fact uh-huh. of like, I'm afraid of how good you are, but I'm afraid of you knowing that I think you're good. Yep. And it's like, these excuses are getting more and more embarrassing. Yeah. And you're sitting up crying in an interview. It's like, sh- there be. I'm waiting for the next person to be like, she hypnotized me. Like, right. it's like, what do you, like, what do you mean? It's like fucking Laura who like sat down and was like, I forgot the rules of tennis, the game I'm a professional in for all of these years. And this other one being like, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. And it's like, okay, you're a fan. You're like a, you're a crazed fan. It's so weird. It's so weird. She's gotta be, her fucking group chat with her friends right now must be like, they're like, this is hilarious. Yes. Like, this is actually Actually, she's so probably funny. not. She's probably not reading it right now because she is a consummate, like, professional. It's like, that's going to be, like, I mentally can't go there. But as soon as it's over with, then, I'll, yes. then she's in it. Because, again, it is mental, too. It's, it's just, it's like they saw her and they forgot how to play the game yeah. professionally. Play. It's like, go to your room, take some magnesium, go to sleep. You've Take got a, a Benadryl if you really fucking need to. You've got a full day where you can rest and relax. 
And like, what did you just like the day after Christmas? Are you up all night? Like, if you have an orgasm, you don't sleep for the next three days. Right. Like, you ace a test. Like, maybe you should fail more then. Like, maybe you should suck more because clearly you can't handle being well, good for more than like uh, twelve hours. As we're speaking, that woman is like ranked like twenty fifth, and Coco's in the top five. So. It just feels like an an, uh, an excuse to be like, I'm not actually good enough. I don't feel like I'm good enough. So let me just put into words that I ended up beating. I beat I beat someone who's so good, and that's why I like. It's like if you're that this, good, then then beat her. Then be that good. It's giving me the vibes of like the guys who are just like, I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Di- I'm like. I'm like laying all the groundwork of like. I've done all of. I'm such a like. I'm I'm a wonderful guy. I'm a wonderful boyfriend and all of that. But it's like, but. I just can't do this with with you. It's a you thing. And it's like, if you're so amazing and you're so great, show me. Don't mm-hmm. tell me. Mm-hmm. So this is embarrassing for everybody except for her. Right. But I would so. just love for people to be like so fucking th- – like the, 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 like the hoops that these people are jumping through, I'd be like, oh, my God. You guys are like obsessed. I'm just like I've, – I've been – I've always been like a Venus and Serena fan, but I've never just yeah. been like a tennis fan. And the new folks, they've got me into it. I think I'm I'm becoming a tennis fan as a whole. I think so too. And I don't know exactly how old Venus and Serena are or when they They're like were 40 and like 43. Because I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that like their come up was like they were already established as tennis stars by the time that like I was old enough to like be watching tennis so I feel like the excitement I have and like I've loved them but the new crop of them I'm like I feel like this is like how people felt watching their they're like being like so young coming like and doing all of this and I was like oh I'm hooked until these bitches fucking retire like mm-hmm. I'm fucking hooked mm-hmm. it's so they're just so good and there's something so nice about a sport where you can talk back and like right the thing that always pisses me off about like olympic gymnastics is you if you even like look at judge or whatever, like you'll get docked point. like it's so like that and you don't have like the audience in the crowd like they're not going to be cheering for you so i'm loving this camaraderie between the audience and the tennis players who i like and then the fact that they can like be like that was not fair and mm-hmm. like fight with that ref like yeah yep. bitch come on I love it. I want to watch some now. Yeah. There's a bunch of like New York City influencers apparently um, who like showed up late and like the announced like someone like over the loudspeaker was like, can you please get sit down quickly? And it's like the camera's on them. And I was like, oh, yeah. embarrassing. My friend from college, Amanda, goes like every year and I'm like, I'm coming with you next time. Yeah. Everyone I know in New York always goes and I've weirdly never been. Mm-hmm. We're going to be tennis girlies now. I love it. Got to work on my wrist. Well, stop jacking off so much. Oh, it's just so hard for me. I love it so much. My big <laughs> juicy dick. I just love, <laughs> love slinging it around. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Can you tell I've been on Reddit? I saw someone on Reddit refer to Morningwood as Sunrise Sausage, and I wanted to rip my eyeballs out. I was like, that is – don't call the – like – I saw the move. No, I just hate the term sausage because I like to eat the like I like to I like to eat sausage in the morning. But there's only one kind of sausage I like to eat in the morning, and like what don't it? ruin it for me. 
like edible sausage that's like um, that I'm actually swallowing. Fuck, I can't, no matter how I say it, I can't differentiate between. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like the issue is is like they need to like sue for you know um, brand infringement because the name it's just too similar. What if you called it morning sausage? No, it's disgusting. Um, and it. It, the thing is, too, is that sausage comes in many shapes and forms. It's I not know. all the same. I know. There it's can like, be it a patty. Most- and, like, there's different, like, you can have, like, the breakfast sausage, but then, like, there's other breakfast sausages that aren't, like, yeah. the traditional sausage that you're, um, automatically comes to your mind. And then there's also just, like, sausage, like, people having like bratwurst and sausages it's so it's a a diverse name for many things and that's the thing and representative that also fits with the other kind of sauce i'm like it's the most accurate but it's like i want to give credit to whoever came up with it and just say like i respect i respect the comparison it is absolutely perfect it's actually too close for comfort and i hate it (laughs) and i would like us to just never do that it's just like, but the guy, like, he got the advice he, like, needed on Reddit. And then he was like, and I am taking it to heart that people have been like, please don't ever fucking use that word again. And like, you're right. I would, I would crack up with it. it I'm not against uh, it. Because no. both I do also sounds enjoy like in the morning. Star su- it sounds like morning star sausage, which is like a vegan one. Like, that's it sounds, immediately what popped what into I mean. my I'm head. Like, don't do that. And that's fine. Me. It's and the same brand confusion that i have with um the magnum ice cream bars and i was like it's just the same magnum condom company because the whole branding like the colors like the ads and like the which i've never seen sexy ice cream that's the sexy ice cream no but that's rachel bilson right shut the fuck up i don't even know if she's (laughs) in it i have it's one of them but i have no clue i'm gonna have to look it up magnum ice cream Rach. Yes, it is. Okay. But like, why is there sexy ice cream? And you mean to tell me that it's not the same as the condom brand? And the thing is, like, all the commercials ended with her like taking a little bite of it and then like looking cheekily into the camera. And one, that's not how I eat an ice cream bar. But two, why? Y'all couldn't pick any other name. That's what I'm saying. It's basically. If you let Google me, it, everybody's being like, these are the same company, right? Everyone's like, no, they're not. Give me a thick ice cream. And you know, maybe Magnum condoms needs to be like, we can make sexy ice cream too. <laughs> anyway, let's get into these results. It's very fitting for the title of the episode, which is, you know, Fisting Friday. I know. Okay. Okay. Melissa hates heart seltzer. First of all. Really quickly. I just want everyone to give me my flowers for how cute this little new thing is. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Megan has changed up the look. I like the upside down smiley face. Spectacular. Okay, cool. Thank you. Then we can move on now. I just need someone to say that. Melissa hates heart seltzer. Well, that was not... It's not what I said. I've decided to like kind of be a little more quick. Like, I'm just like trying to get people trying to riled lie. up. 
Yeah. And then I, I feel like normal the, I feel like the votes got skewed because of this. Because some people don't listen to the episode. Yeah, but then people are voting because they have passionate feelings. <laughs> hey, we're trying I then you have your own plan for world domination. I've got mine. And mine includes a little bit of fibbing. Twenty seven percent said that I was wrong. Seventy three percent said that I was not wrong. Now let's get into some of the responses. Someone said, I love a cold high noon on a summer's day, but Melissa is right. This has gone too far. I have to question about the branding of high noon because I have to say that like high noon is like when the sun's beating down on you from, isn't that the direct, that's high noon? Yeah. That's the, like the hottest time. That's why they say they like a cold one. They like to crack open a cold one. But I like to have afternoon tea. I was going to say, yeah. Also, 12 o'clock, like, your day's not over. I haven't even taken my second Adderall. Like, that's like, you can't just cap out. It's a stressful name. Person that sings that one song, it's five o'clock somewhere, which I found out that. I don't know enough about him to be. My mom's a fan, and I've never heard. No, she's never talked about this man a day in her life. And. I was talking to her on the phone and as she always does is watching the news while I'm talking to her. I'm like so rude. And she's like, Jimmy Buffett died. And I was like, you care? And she was like, yeah, I love him. I was like, give me a song. That's not five o'clock somewhere. Margaritaville. She has a bad memory as it is anyway. So that really didn't do anything. But I was just like, woman, come on now. He looks like a nice man. Yeah, I think he might be a nice man. I'm just unsure because yeah. I know a lot of problematic white people who love him and they were mm-hmm. very upset that he died. And so, like, I just have to do my research before I'm also sad for, like, the world, you know? Yeah. I'm sad for his family, like, you know, his family and all that. He's into weed, so that's a good... I know. So, based from his shirt and his, like, smile alone, I could see the ganja behind those eyes and I thought... Is this an ally? Was Bob Graham? He did save the manatee. He's a Democrat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. He sad. was. He had backed save the manatee, which was founded by a Democrat that was the governor of Florida at one point. Disaster relief. Okay. He seems like he's okay. Shaking hands with Bill Clinton. Had fans across the political spectrum, but he lent his talent to help Democrats in Florida. Okay. Okay, very, you know. On the surface, he seems okay. Yep, and I'm sad for um, everyone who loved him. Mm -hmm. Including my mother. I have this, like, thing where, like, I identify men as saying he looks like he knows my dad. And, like, Jimmy Buffett almost falls into it. He's a little too showered, like, Mm -hmm. to fully fall into it. But I met someone the other day, and I was like, I love this guy. And I look at him, I go, that guy... I'm, like, not even saying that guy looks like he knows my dad. I'm, like, I will be shocked if that man does not know my dad. Yes. <laughs> like, this is the vibe. Okay. Somebody else said, 100% agree. Tried the hard fresca, and they were good. But whenever I saw them in the fridge, I wanted one. Was way too similar to the normal version and tricked my brain into craving a drink when I really just wanted a regular fresca. And that is what I'm talking about. There's no business for... 
I was going to say for alcohol to be in Fresca, but I do have to let you know when I did drink a white wine paired with Fresca and then red wine paired with Diet Coke. This is taught to me by a friend's mom who also was not, she was not like a big drinker, a huge fan of drinking. So it would be how to make it not taste like that. And um, yeah, I would have it. Okay. Not anymore though. Well, maybe you should put it in a can and sell it. No, no. I also don't love a lot of canned beverages. They're very sharp and just crunchy. Like, oof. My hot take was, Megan says that celebrities are not your friend. You are a stalker. And 2% said I was not wrong. I mean, 2% said I was wrong. 98% said I was not wrong. And I don't know if I screenshotted this. There um, bunches. But someone says it's so creepy how some even talk about celebs like they're close friends or family. Like, truly, you have no idea who this person is in real life. You're delusional. To that, I say, stay tuned for the next episode of um, what, am I, what I'm going to be talking about for another episode because it is that. And someone else had said something like just to give more context of like, this is like, it's a ridiculous, the ridiculously small part of New Jersey. And so it's like, you don't even have privacy from people you know. Like, it's just like, it's so tiny. Which, okay, like, I think that that's, like, still fine. Like, I grew up in a very small area, and, like, I'm sure this part of New Jersey is, like, even smaller than where I grew up. But nobody would be running to find celebrity, like, the like if you knew that someone was there. Um, and it's just, the thing is, if you want to stalk someone, do it incognito. Like, don't. It's embarrassing because people can see you like you want to like internet stalk someone figure out like, you know, I mean, don't breach people's privacy, but like you're displaying it to then if it's such a small town, then people, you know, are watching you do that. And that's I think the people that they know are probably also into it. It's just fucking creepy. It is creepy. Then we've got writer number one versus boyfriend sister who put the writer and her boyfriend on an air mattress. 75% said the writer is wrong. 25% said the writer is not wrong. Someone said, we really needed more info on this one. I definitely stay on an air mattress if it was free. I think the writer is not wrong to be upset with these accommodations. I do feel it is rude of the family to not provide her with the privacy of a room when staying in a house full of their family. I think the boyfriend is the most wrong for not properly communicating with both the writer and his family. If I were in this scenario, I know my boyfriend would either discuss this discomfort with his sister or look into us staying elsewhere for a few days. I would be there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like disagree in the sense, but like, I think the issue is, is that like to prescribe, like to decide someone's intentions that like, I think if no, they didn't want you there, (laughs) you wouldn't get invited. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Mm -hmm. there's something about like getting disrespected is if someone wants to intentionally disrespect you to your face in front of your boyfriend, who is their family, like that's creating a whole ass mess for themselves as opposed. And I think that's just a lot less likely than a boyfriend who is not communicating it well and is not communicating it well with the family or you. And so it's just, 
yeah, it's just that part gets yeah. tricky. I just don't think if you're not paying and you don't have a yeah, right and I think complain. that that's without. 100%. I mean, anybody can complain, but I just don't think your complaints are confounded, especially when you're leaving early. You're not even staying the whole time. Yeah. Then we have writer number two versus their friend who thinks, oh, their friends who think it's a bad idea for the writer to rehome cats. 17% of the writer's wrong. 83% said friends are wrong. And people have some fucking feelings mm-hmm. about this. And I have feelings about their feelings. So someone said, if you love the animal, you'll deal with the behaviors. I had a cat that lived to 20 and she never used the litter box properly. We had to clean the floor so much that we ended up having to replace him twice in our life. I know it's hard. But if they are your responsibility, but they are your responsibility when you adopt them. If they aren't good to the pets, then let them go. But no pet is perfect, and you shouldn't get them if you aren't prepared for their behaviors. This is just weird because that's literally what the writer had said, where it was like it's the, it was the issue with the other pets. Like mm-hmm. that was what the problem was. And I also think that like behaviors of like an animal not being well potty trained, that to me is like not what this discussion was about. Like. There was I, I just, a lot of other things going on. Yeah. Like, it's just that the when they're not getting along at all and it's an issue of a new pet, like, it's just all, everything gets compounded. And someone said, else, unlike Eminem, I'm a cat person. I had a similar situation where I tried to bring a second cat into our home. The little terror bullied our established cat and would literally poop on the carpet a foot outside the bathroom with the litter box in it. We tried to make it work for three months before I was at my wit's end. The best decision for myself, my cat, and the problem cat was to bring him to a no-kill shelter. I also strongly urge anyone from getting their cats outside unsupervised. Cats absolutely devastate wild bird populations, which is a big problem. I also think that going outside makes cats... um, There's like some cat cult leader outside and it makes them... It's probably one of the leaders over here. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And then they just become like these literal beasts, which I'm like, wonderful. But like, then you live outside. I don't, then we don't need to, you don't need to come live in my house. Like you you are a mountain lion. Like, that's okay. Like live your truth. But like, I just am not, you're not going to cuddle with me. Like it's a little, I'm not going to cuddle a mountain lion. Yeah. There's this huge, I tried to take a picture for you, but I couldn't get one. But that big fat cat that's always over here. And Allison was like, you don't, like, give it water or anything? I was like, this cat clearly has a home. Do you not see mm-hmm. how big this cat is and how healthy the fur is? It's just, like, they have a collar. It's just an outside cat. Let mm-hmm. the cat be. And the last time I tried to feed a cat, I got this whole letter from a neighbor talking about how that the cat was vegan. So I'm not giving a cat anything that has a That's home. That's the weirdest neighbor you ever had. I it was so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah it's just, like, no, it's just I'm not gonna fuck with it like I'm not gonna f- there are cats that live outside those are mm-hmm. called mountain lions and like yes. that's fine if like you want to be a mountain lion but you're no longer a tabby cat like it's just like the cool um so this one really pissed me off and I'm not even a cat person which is how you know this sense I don't actually believe that the writer has tried everything I've witnessed a lot of animals being surrounded for very fixable issues I don't think these people or the writer should keep they're animals if no one is happy and they're not able to put in the work to solve it. Rehoming isn't bad in itself. It can be very good. And if the shelter says they can rehome, that's great. Give them a big donation or a smaller continual support donation for helping out. So, like, how – why do we assume – like, I it just feels like at this point there will never be enough for certain people when you say we've tried everything. And it's like, well, you haven't actually tried everything. And it goes, why, do, why is that the automatic assumption? Mm-hmm. Like, I just it, think that, like – I'm okay with animal people. Like when people are like, I love animals more than humans. Like that's totally fine. But I think uh, assuming 
that all humans are inherently awful and all animals are inherently perfect and wonderful is like, if you want to keep that as an inside thought, that's totally fine. But then you, when you pass off this extreme judgment to pet owners, you have people who then feel so shamed into keeping a pet that their pet is living a horribly decreased quality of life. Mm -hmm. Like I think about it in the sense of like relationships, like you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. So like, if you don't, if you get the pet and you're like, I don't like want to keep, this is just not happening. I'm not being a good pet owner. I don't think like in terms of like pride and for people shaming you, you should then keep the pet because shaming, that doesn't make you a better pet owner. That just makes you more embarrassed and like prideful that you then cannot admit that you're not a good pet owner. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Like that's not it doesn't accomplish the the goal. I think, you know, um, far more education and like even like pre-adoption, like all of the stuff before you can get to that point of adopting a pet. But like once you've adopted a pet or you've gotten a pet, like I, I, I think convincing people to keep said pet that they don't want is far more harm than good. As someone in this industry, this is so much better to find a home that fits them than force the animal in a home they don't feel safe or comfortable in. Just be sure to vet the organization you are using to make sure they are a no-kill and ask questions about their adoption process. This ensures the organization will look into potential future owners in their place. And then we've got wrong of the week. Who is wrong? Neo. 98% 98% said that Neo is wrong. 2% said Neo is not wrong. Someone said, we have people like Nikki Tutorials and Kim Patris, who's transitioned at such an early age, Kim being the youngest ever to do so, I believe, might have to fact check that. And last time I checked, they're pretty happy. One is married and one won a Grammy. Facts. Okay. Kim Patris makes wonderful music i would absolutely adore if she stopped uh was able to get out of her contract with dr luke but she's wonderful have you ever listened to music i listen when kyle made us listen to it yeah (laughs) shake your fucking titties like kim petras so my wrong of the week i nominated madeline rg and 94 percent said that she was wrong six percent said she was not wrong how many people do you think those are white people um but we did get a message from madeline herself no damn god no someone who said i've been thinking about this for weeks i myself am a brit and also had never heard of a sundown town before so when i saw her tiktok i didn't know what the issue was initially as she coincidentally doesn't explain in her video but like it literally took two seconds to look it up it's that easy like you're Like, you're telling me she thought that they were so cute and told everyone about them without looking it up. I genuinely don't know what other reaction she expected. Exactly. Exactly. Like, people needed to Google, which I'm not faulting. People needed to Google what Sundown Towns were after her video so they could understand the context of her video. And then people are like, well, she didn't look it up. And I go, but you had to look it up. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, it's. It does not compute in my, it does not compute. And thankfully, and thank you to that person for writing in for, you know, expressing that is, that is truly the case. Once you look it up, it's, you can't, your people aren't even going to comment on the situation without looking it up. And then they look it up and then they want to defend her saying she probably didn't look it up. And it's like, but you, 
Okay. Cool. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that is it for that episode. I hope you all like the new little graphic. Um, it's what happens when you're in a hotel room. You're like, I was splitting migraine, and Melissa's like, hey, make the votes now. And I said, um, how about I redesign all of them? Let's just say I wasn't saying to do it because um, you had a migraine. Or oh, I no, was no, like no, no. pressure. It saying, was like, because we were no, recording today and it was yesterday, yesterday. and you had a full week to do them. <laughs> no, and you didn't I'm just do saying them. that like in classic me fashion, I had a full week to do them. I didn't do them. I have a splitting migraine. I'm lying in bed and I go, I have to do this. So why don't Megan, you redesign all of them and take far longer than just inputting them into what you already do. No, of course I got to make it a little more difficult for myself. They look great. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed this fisting, this extra long fisting of a Friday. Extra long and extra girthy. Uh, like a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Have it morning, noon, or night. A high noon morning sausage. Oh, yeah. That should be what we call this. High noon high morning noon sausage. High noon morning sausage. That sounds like a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough words. More... I'm not going to deal with it. I used to love a haiku. Anyways. Goodbye. Bye.